Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show with Nancy Hopkins, Walt Silver, and Dolly Howard. This is a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It is February 8th, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva, Dolly Howard, and Nicholas D. from Canada. Um, yeah, I'm so glad that you're going to uh, be more, more on more and more shows because you're, you, you've got the knack for it. And as long as you don't get boring, you know, that's where I, I start to say, oh, geez, they're boring. Let's not. <laughs> that's when we get booted? That's when you get booted. <laughs> yeah, but you you spent so many years hiding in the high seas. I mean, you have tons of stories. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I uh, bet. Like, uh, like I was telling Nancy, she should invite you to the Shanghai Tower because uh, you shared with me the story of um, uh, when you threw nuggets into a local lake. And yep. the water kind of a, a bluish tint to it and how it felt different. So I said to Nancy, he's got things to say about Shanghai as well. Yeah, well, I've been experimenting with the Shanghai and I've seen certain results, interesting results. Well, and you can I talk about I'll share with, I'll yeah, share it no, with you guys at some point. Share it now. Share it now. I mean, this is where we started talking about Shanghai. <laughs> You can share it now. We don't, you know, I don't, <laughs> all the shows are the same subjects in one way or another. It's just, mm -hmm. you know. So tell us, no, I'm I'm really interested in uh, in what the, especially this blue, uh, okay, let me ask you this. When you felt it, did it feel softer to you? Slicker? Um, I didn't, f the water was clean already. It was a clear lake. And I think what Walt is referring to is um, this past autumn, I was uh, passing by that lake and I stopped and the water was cold. It was way too cold to swim. I, it was like uh, early October, late September. And uh, it was a hot day, though. We had a, a warm weather that day, so I was wearing shorts and sandals. So I went into the lake, I removed my sandals, and I went to the lake to about the uh, knee-high in the water. It was very cold, but I felt like uh, grounding myself into the lake. And I stayed there for about 20 minutes, uh, despite the very cold water. And I felt uh, some kind of um, grounding energy with the lake. It was really strong, a strong connection with the, uh, the lake. I felt tensions in my body go away. Um, it wasn't the texture of the water. I mean, it was so cold. My my legs were f kind of frozen, but the, the 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 good feeling of the energy of the connection was like overpowering the uh, the coldness of the water. And yeah, I just felt a strong presence uh, of connection with the lake. And I'm talking here about a lake that I've been uh, swimming in for many many years. Uh, <clears throat> it's in these um, eastern townships uh, in Quebec. And the lake is really clear. It has really clear water. I mean, when you see the, the, the lake, 
you really want to jump into it and swim. It's it's like it's inviting. That's the feeling I get when I see that lake. And um, when I learned about Shungai a couple of years ago from you guys, um, I bought some nuggets. And uh, two summers ago, I brought a little piece of Shungai to the lake. And I dropped it uh, in the lake with the intention to purify the water even further, you know, despite that the water is really clear uh, compared to other lakes around. And um, so, yeah, I just dropped the uh, the piece of Shanghai with my intention to, to purify the water and also uh, to, to emanate this very positive energy um, and the intention of anybody within that positive energy field who have it in their soul contracts to be positively uh, affected by the positive energy that they are being positively affected and anyone within that energy field um, who have it in their soul contracts to remain unaffected by the positive energy, they just remain unaffected, but they disappear from my reality because my reality is only positive energy. So that was the intention that I, um, that I infused in the Shungite when I dropped it in the water. Then we jump uh, a year later, which was last summer. Um, I was at the lake swimming, and it's a very deep lake. And usually when I swim, I, I put fins on to swim, and I, I go far uh, in the middle of the lake with my fins. And my fins are white. And what I noticed this past summer, something that I never noticed before, when I was in the water, I was looking at my fins, uh, I'm, I'm six feet tall, so my fins are like six feet down the water. Uh, let's say I have water up to my chin, and I look down at my feet, at the fins. I could see my fins were not white. I could see the bluish um, tint of the water because of the white fins. Uh, this beautiful blue color that I had never seen in that lake before. And I've been going to that lake for 40 years. I know that lake in and out, but I had never noticed that blue tint. So I mentioned it to Walt at one point. We had a, a Skype chat and I was talking to him about it. And he asked his pendulum, you know, is uh, I, the question was, uh, is the blue tint in the water a direct result of the uh, Shungite? And I'll let you answer, Walt. Uh, yep, I got yes. So I thought this is a great story for... Uh... To share with a, with the group with a cosmic reality. So this was a direct proof to me that the shungite had a um, a positive effect on, on the lake. Um, I mean, I had a reference point. I had never seen a blue tint in the water. I mean, the, me, my white fins. I've been wearing them for several years in a row now. So I would have noticed. Because this blue is beautiful. I feel it's one of the nicest blue color I had never seen. Actually, there was one place, um, if you remember, I used to work on cruise ships that traveled around the world. And one of the places that I really noticed the color of the water was in um, Cozumel in Mexico. It was this beautiful blue color. Um, so I had kind of a... An attraction to it. When I see nice blue water, I notice it. And and uh, the lake last summer with my fins, that blue color, it just caught my attention. When I I noticed, I was like, okay, this is, this has to be the shungite. It's not normal. It's not ha It's not the way it was before. 
It was Nick, still Nick. as clear as before, but there was this blue, beautiful blue color to it. Nick, look in the chat room. I put up a picture of Lake Tahoe. Yep. Is that the same kind of blue? Yeah, it's similar. And that that similar. that look to it came after Walt and I had done the worldwide clearing of the of the lakes. Um, I'm trying to. I, that was probably back in 19, maybe, because everything goes so fast. But um, that's. I wanted to ask you about that because I'm not sure. Well, this was. This was. I think this was before the. Uh, I don't remember, but I should. I wish there was a date on that. But anyway, I wanted to see if that was the same kind of blue. Yeah, it's similar. Uh, but that lake was the color. Uh, was the um, clarity of the water as clear before the Shungite, or was it like muddy or not as clear? Well, do, do you know? The the when we were doing, we did that whole uh, exercise because of the Russians and. Um, the um, uh, Black Sea and when after a few days they came back and they said the water is translucent and you know the crabs are coming back they could already see the crabs coming back so because uh, that was what they were worried about the the uh, algae had, had clogged up the oxygen supply and the crabs were dying so they use the word, now this is a Russian speaking, and then the inter, uh, in translation into English, the word was translucent. So when this picture came, uh, Fernando was up at Lake Tahoe, took the picture, and sent put it on Facebook, and he said, yes, you. And what he was referencing was just before this, within, I don't know, two weeks, let's say, we had done that um, worldwide thing of clearing clearing the waters that could be cleared. Um, and when I looked at the picture, my, the, the word that came to my mind was translucent. So I wrote back to him and I said, did this look like this before? And he said, no. And I, it was highly polluted. There was a, a number of universities trying to clear the pollution in, in Lake Tahoe. And I'm sure they're all patting themselves on the back saying, hey, we finally did it. But it may have just have been, uh, Walt and the resonators and, um, you know, doing this woo-woo enterology stuff, changing things by just... Well, you remember the uh, la, the thing that happened in Lake Baikal that was uh, through um, the lady in Russia? Um, remember, um, what do you call it? Uh, now I can't remember. What's the name of the scientist lady in Russia? Uh, Sophia? Uh, Sophia, yeah. Remember she contacted us? Because the problem that they had there in uh, in the lake, it was in, it was heavily contaminated with a spirogyra algae, and it, and it, the problem with the algae is that it consumes all the oxygen in the water, and you can't have any other life besides the algae. That's what I'm talking about. And, it was the uh, Black Sea. It was the yeah. Black Sea. Mm. Oh yeah, that's that's Be the one. The Black yeah, sea. yeah, because there was a smaller one. I think you're referencing the smaller lake that had already was virtually dead because it had gotten the algae and now it was spreading to the Black Sea. And then she said photos, and there's no algae. <laughs> it was just clear water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we we could. Well, we have. We spent thousands of hours talking about the way that. Shungite has been able to influence all sorts of things from water to 
But what I found really interesting was your feeling of connectedness and the grounding. And by the time you went through that exercise, the Shungite energy field and the, and the tree field and the water field had all connected. We're now all working in unison. So the fact that you put the Shungite in the water would have just uh, fortified the, the grid system, grid connections. Anytime you throw it into the water or, or, or gift a tree, you know, you're just, you're just making that Shungite and the Shungite grid, which is all over the world. We've got a map up. If you go, if you just put in, in a search engine, Shungite uh, world grid, you'll probably find it. It's a map that people have been interacting with. They, they just put their location if they have used Shungite or are using Shungite, especially when you've gifted it. And um, so, yeah. yeah. Speaking of the uh, Shungite uh, grid map, um, I just looked it up yesterday. I was wondering if there was any Shungite in Ottawa, and surprisingly, there was no Shungite on the map for Ottawa. So I've, I've put it in chat to, um, yeah, to let people know, hey, we, we need Shungite in Ottawa. And I con contacted a few um, people that I know that go, they've been to Ottawa recently and they're going back soon. I asked them to bring some Shungite there and to put it in some strategic places so that we at least we have like rocks on the ground, so to speak. How far away are you from Toronto? From, um, I mean, uh, Ottawa. from Ottawa? Oh, I'd say it's a good three-hour drive. Oh. But the fact... Three, three, three and a half hour drive. But just, just because it's not on the map doesn't mean it's not there. I know for yeah, certain... That's, that's why I said it's not showing on the map. Um, I know for certain that Shungite is in Ottawa. And I'll oh, yeah, because of your friend. Because of my friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she did... She, well... One of the things I know she has, she was she's a great artist, and I gave her a little piece of shungite, probably about three inches in length and about, oh, maybe two inches high, maybe not even that big, and she painted the, you know, used acrylics on the shungite, and it just was such a, I mean, you get lost in the image, you know, even though it's that small, and um, she had given me, I had like three pieces here, and just before she left, I gave her one of those pieces back. So I know she's got Shungite there. That's, the, the, you know, she had to leave bigger things, but I don't think she would have left that one. Mm -hmm. Nick, yes, I wrong. was wondering that water that you were swimming in, did it get softer after the Shungite was in it? I didn't notice. It was already a clear lake. Um Maybe the, the two only things that I noticed was the blue tint when looking at my fins and the energetic connection when I went in the water uh, knee-high uh, when it was really cold. I was not swimming. I was just standing in the lake, and I felt the energy. I didn't notice if it was softer, um, but there's de definitely a change. It was uh, different. The blue tint was not there before. Nice. And so, somebody mentioned in chat that uh, regarding the Ottawa thing, the map and the Shungite, uh, someone wrote that we can use a we can use a printout of the map and put Shungite on the map with uh, the three three six nine uh, pattern of Tesla. Um, can you say anything about this wall? Can you any comments on that uh, three six nine well, thing in the printed no. map? 
Uh, I don't know about 369, uh, I because I guess I'm not a good reference because I don't use nuggets. I use devices and they're all based on Shanghai powder because the powder is the most is the strongest form of the Shanghai. More than nugget, more than a, a boulder, more than a, a brick. So I'm not a good reference if that's what you're asking. Well, didn't you measure the um, <clears throat> the efficiency of three nuggets compared to two or one or four or five nuggets? Didn't didn't you? Uh, no, get I use I use uh, stickers. They were Shanghai stickers. Okay. One sticker, two stickers, three stickers, and I reached the plateau when I reached four, four and more. There was no change. Because the more stickers, the more economic than the that the engine that the engine became that I was working on the electric motor. Okay, that's how you measured the uh, the energy. Yep, and it and uh, and the motor had to be kept off for at least an hour for the effect to dissipate, to dissipate. Because if you remove the stickers while the motor is running, it remains the energy remains corrected. So if you want to go back to the the old in, uh, expensive, in non-economic uh, form of the motor, you have to you know re remove every Shanghai wait at least an hour, and then the the uh, the corrected state dissipates and the engine goes back to being uh, an energy guzzler because electric motors are like that; they spend a lot of energy. Um, and the first the first telltale sign that the motor was more economic than before is that when the motor when an electric motor is running even if it there is no load no mechanical load uh, it gets warm the whole casing housing of the motor gets warm to the touch with the stickers on it it never gets warm because it's so it's so it becomes economic it's not it's not wasting not no energy is not being wasted in, in heating it up so is there less friction somehow it's just the, it's the correction because you see that that's the one of the things that we discussed with Nancy over several shows the way that the winding is wound it's incorrect it makes I mean, there's there's no way that this is a coincidence. This is r right up there in conspiracy land. That the, for uh, if you pick up a book on uh, principles of electricity or a regular book on on electricity, they use uh, your right hand to illustrate the movement of electricity in a conductor. You know, you you put your hand up in a special gesture where your thumb indicates the magnetic line that moves at a, at a, in a perpendicular direction from the direction of electron flow, and then your other fingers uh, indicate are what your your index finger is. It's indicating the the conductor, and then the other fingers are curled in, indicating how the electricity is rotating inside the conductor as it moves. Well. That's wrong. It's left hand, not right hand. So what happened is when you're winding a motor, the the winding is being, the direction of winding is opposite the direction of the electricity in the conductor. That's why electric motors are so wasteful. 
instead of saving energy, the, you're you're winding it in the opposite direction. Therefore, it's arbitrarily efforting against the resistance caused by the uh, by the coil, because the induction creates a you know the, there's the two kinds of resistance into the conductor. You have the physical resistance, and then you have resistance due to the magnetic field. Induction is one of those resistances. And the way that the coils are wound, it's counterproductive. I, I've done tests on my workbench in the garage, and when I wind things correctly using the right-hand principle, not the left-hand, uh, the uh, ohms, the, um, the amount of resistance is a lot less. So you add to that the, the correcting power of the shungite field, and you get a winning you get a winning mixture there. But uh, electrical devices, that's why uh, they're so wasteful. And uh, when you use a uh, uh, shungite, it becomes so economic because the shungite makes the correction. When I shipped Nancy the first batch, because the idea to make Shungite uh, magnets, refrigerator magnets, came from my mother. She's the one who says, "Why don't you try that?" And I and I thought, mm, "That's a, that's a good idea because that's a, that's a very common commercial thing, you know, refrigerator magnets, and they're decorative and everything." Uh, the first thing that she experienced was she had to go and raise the numbers on the thermostat because the refrigerator was getting colder. Things in your refrigerator, in the, in, not in the, the freezer part, but the regular uh, grocery part of the freezer, uh, things were getting frozen because it was so cold. So you actually had to raise the thermostat. Therefore, you, you're using less electricity. So it's, it's almost it's like a, an analogous manifestation to what I, what I found when I put the first uh, propane resonator on the gas line. The, uh, the the heating system, instead of running nine, ten minutes every cycle, it was running four minutes. It was stop. Four minutes, and it was stop. And because now the because the the propane was now positive in the quality of its energy, therefore it didn't need to waste as much propane to achieve the same amount of work, meaning the the same amount of calories. Um, we the, we we the have stories just follow each other. <laughs> we we have the we have the phenomena on on tape, because what what I what I had him do was to go out and to actually he had one of the old um, meters you know not the smart meter but an old one where it had the little wheel that would go around in circles. So what he did was he went out and he videotaped the refrigerator without anything on it. And you could see it going around. And you could, you know, when it turned on, it was like, you know, you could see it. It was going around pretty fast. And then when he put the magnet on the refrigerator, he went back and took the film again. And it was moving visibly much slower. So the amount of energy coming in through the system, the demand, the pull for more and more and more wasn't there. So it just kind of like trickles in. And you can see it on the reaction to the meter, because that meter is indicating how much electricity is being used. And that's why we've done uh, research projects of, like the one we had, uh, they had two air handlers, which are the uh, air conditioners in this big restaurant. And they had uh, three walk-in refrigerators. 
and they put the magnets on on those devices and then watched his electric bills compared to the year before and he was he was saving thousands of dollars in I don't remember the figures but they were well over a thousand dollars I think it was like four thousand dollars one one month on his electric bill now his electric bill was huge but the first person that mentioned to me that um, she was saving money on her electric since she put the magnet on the refrigerator was my aunt Peg and that was mainly because she was blind so she had to remember all of her billing you know it wasn't like she'd pick up paper and look she kept it in her head so she had a, in her head you know well, I didn't pay that that this is much lower is, is you know and, and she realized that you know that she told me three three months into this you know I think I'm saving money on that <laughs> magnet on my refrigerator so um yeah, and then more people were paying attention to their electric bill, and they could go back, and they could say, well, yeah, I've been saving money. My neighbor across the way one day after about four years, he said, I meant to tell you, you know, you're right. I think I saved money on the electric situation, <laughs> you know. So, uh, yeah, a lot of these things don't get reported right away. But, yeah, that's, well, a, that's a known phenomenon. I had the, uh, this, the exact same experience. My electric bill... When I moved in uh, this apartment about two years, a little bit more than two years ago, uh, I was on this uh, equal payment uh, plan, a month monthly payments, and it was based on the uh, history of uh, the consumption of electricity in that apartment. So the first year I was here, I had uh, these payments, and then once a year they revise the the numbers the consumption and they adjust if they need to and when they did the adjustment uh, my bill was cut in half literally in half and i was like what i mean proof right there that when i brought the shungite in my apartment it had an effect on the bill because there was no logical reason for the uh, the bill to be cut in half uh, I was using the same electricity, same habits of, of consuming electricity for the past two years. Um, but yeah, a year ago, they revised it uh, and they cut it in half. So another proof of the uh, efficiency of Shungite right there. Very cool. So, um, do, do you have something else? No, I was going to say the uh, the thing that you discovered... Uh, the one caveat is you have to be careful. Do not attempt to sh help with Shungite a very old machine or a very old motor. It, it Instead of helping, it actually accelerates the demise of such a device. <laughs> so the it can, the it, can. it can, it can, it can. I've seen old devices. We had too many reports of old, old computers not working and somebody sticking a shungite sticker on the thing and it starts working it can be the opposite old ones can be fixed oh. too um but this did happen it, it's mostly i think that you get that in that situation when you're you've got big equipment you know like big old air conditioners or even air handlers something that is big and old um that well you might, your refrigerator for example is old but you uh, it was before before the shungite. It would you got used to it hearing it make some weird noise, and then you put the shungite on it, and it 
corrected the sounds of the the the, the fridge. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you told me it was a pounding, and you told me that that was the gas in the something yeah. with the gas. The decompre- when it decompresses inside the right, uh, right, and, the, uh, and serpentine. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, I would hear the same noise maybe once every. I mean, I was hearing it three to six times a day, and then it went to you know, once a week I might hear it. But I, as when you mentioned it, I went, I haven't heard that in years. And this machine is, um, the manufacturing date on it, I think, is 1999. So, it's an old little thing. Big thing, actually. It's a big... I, li- I-, I like big freezers, because <laughs> I'm a prepper. <laughs> I I so, I Shungite is, is like an energetic steroids. You have to be careful if you have a older device that it that is not a, in shape... You don't give it steroids. Maybe, I well, mean, my my attitude when it, when it first cropped up and could have been a problem, you know, my attitude was if that machine was in that condition, it was going to break sooner than later. You know, but I, you know, I would tell people, I'd say, look at this is a very very old machine. You know, you might want to think twice about it because you might have to replace it, but you're going to have to replace it anyway. But if you put this on there, you may not have to replace it right away. It's a, it's a decision, you know. Take a chance on it's going to fix what it'll it'll increase. Because I've seen old things, you know, with their life increase. So I, I wouldn't say that it always does it. I would say that in some cases it yeah, does. It depends where the device is in that life. In yep. Whatever curve you use to map out the life of the device, wherever it is, that's that's where you're going to. Yep. The closer it is to final destination, then that's <laughs> because termination. We, we, can't, we can't ignore a programmed obsolescence. I mean, that's not an accident either. So, except when you use Shungite, it kind of overrides that yep. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, have any of you noticed uh, better gas consumption in your cars when uh, you've used Shungite in your car? Yeah, yep. That's why that's why I made a a Shungite uh, the car resonator. The the more for me, like I tell the users, the more important thing is to correct the energies in the car, both the chemical energy and the fuel, or because I I come across all kinds of cars, pure gas cars, gas and electric or purely electric so for each one the coils are different because of different energy signature but uh i said if you experience you know savings you know good for you but the the main goal of the device is to correct the quality of the energy uh but so i don't i don't advertise oh put this on the car and you'll save no no i don't do that stuff but people do report you know savings uh, plus myself, I experience savings in the fuel because the car obviously has a resonator. Oh, I tell them they save money because that's why they buy things, not because it's going to be helpful to them <laughs> on an energetic level. Oh, you're going to save money. You know, the the byproduct is you're also going to be healthier in that car. <laughs> so what, that, that, uh, that Shungite uh, device for the car, is there something specific? you have to do to the device to be used no, with a car? It, it, no, I just I just use uh, Velcro stickers to stick it to the uh, uh, dashboard. 
Uh, there's a lady in Florida who bought one of the car resonators, and she warned me that the problem with the Florida sun, it's so intense and it's so hot, anything you stick on the dashboard is going to come off. So she found a, um, like a, like, she sent me a photo of her dashboard and somewhere, not the top of the dashboard, but somewhere around the middle, there was a, a cubicle and the, the resonator fit, fit into it exactly. So it didn't need to depend on a, on a, on what do you call it? The Velcro sticker. That was the only exception. All, all the other people just use the Velcro sticker and stick it to the dashboard. That way you don't have to, I had to come up with an, an, a solution like this, like the car resonator where you, you're not dependent on attaching it with a magnet because when initially I designed a, a Shanghai magnet for the car, well, guess what? There were more and more plastic cars so that I couldn't attach it to anything. So I said, okay, back to the drawing board, change, uh, change uh, the design. So that way you don't have to worry about sticking it anywhere. Just attach it to the dashboard. Those have a, those are a, a smaller body, so uh, the um, effective radius of the field is about 90 miles. And and I think. And another reason why you might need a need a device like this is because the newer newer age cars, like let's say cars that are five years old, six years old, something like that, you're driving you you're driving around inside a microwave oven. There is so much electronics and so much EMF. You have that OnStar system. Your cell phone get service is routed through the car, and there's more electric stuff. I mean, you know, there's more processors controlling different parts of the car. It doesn't even it doesn't even matter that it's not electric uh, fuel. It can be purely fuel, but still, they throw in so much electronics into newer vehicles. You're practically riding around in the microwave. I'm surprising you're not halfway baked when you come out of your car after an hour drive or something. So definitely, you need something to correct all that energy. Newparadigmtools.net. Newparadigmtools.net. You can get a hold of Walt. <laughs> Dolly, are you uh, there? I want to. I want to see if Dolly's still with us. You, you, you feel like talking? I'm still here, but I don't really have anything to say. <laughs> okay. She is this uh sickness her family has is um well you know in my opinion it's like a it's like a cold but they they are having kind of flu symptoms it's a weird thing. You're not the only one that's reporting that. I can't remember who was was describing the same thing you've described. Um what well, I think about it is we are building our own immunities. And we're doing it all at the same time to get it over with all at once. So it's a good thing. (laughs) That's a good way to look at it. All right. Okay, so um, Super Bowl is coming up, and Janine did a deep dive into the dark secrets of the Super Bowl. You think you guys want to listen to that? 
Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see if we can get this up without any problem. It's probably going to be ads, but I'll try to stay on top of it. For anyone, For anyone who's tortured, tortured by gum disease, disease yeah, there's ads. This solution is so, so simple and so incredibly powerful that it's been clinically proven to work regardless of your age. Use Shungite for gum disease. Well, well, back, back to Terrell by Nina. Fridays. My co-host Ashley. Also, reader by the way, and I'll try to have particulars on how you get a hold of her underneath the video. We're going to have a look at the Super Bowl, and we have looked at the Super Bowl before. Right, right. We did a dive on it. We did. Yeah, and it was absolutely a huge problem. Problematic sort of, sort of dark, dark cult. cult. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, uh, now, now the ritual, like the like halftime half show ritual. ritual. Mm -hmm. but, the but the whole thing, thing an, an excuse to uh, do their, do their dirty, dirty deeds, deeds. Dirty deeds. Uh, uh, like, like all kinds, kinds of humans, humans get, get shipped into the city, city for, for uh, you know, the pleasure of and ceremonies, pleasure of. Yes. Creepy, creepy bad, bad people. There, there is Super Bowl coming up, and we want to see if that is still the case. We want, we want to look, look at the Super Bowl lineup, lineup for the halftime. Half which quite, quite interesting. Nancy is going to do a great show. show. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. It's this hot topic we're going to avoid for a long time. Yeah, we've been avoiding it because we love everybody in the mentor. We love music. Okay, so I understand. That. See, you can hear me now. That's that thing, I think. Um, all right. Let's see. Well, I turned off that, and it's still doing this. Why can't I do this? Um, okay, I, I, I'm thinking that there is a problem. We might not be able to do this. Okay. So can you turn on uh, Team Viewer so I can I can get in in and out fast faster than telling you. Um. Well, should I have ta taken out the B two? Uh, all right, I'll just let you in. Sorry, people. Are you ready? H M V V Y. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, password. H M V V Y 3 D T all lowercase. H M V V Y. Alright. You think okay, that was so you think that was no it? no because we won't hear it. I don't think we'll hear it. You'll it'll be in Skype. You'll oh, hear okay, it in the okay, radio, okay, but not right, in the computer. Okay, let me let me let me turn it back on then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where is it? Okay. 
No, it sounded echoey. Well, to me it sounded okay, but uh, I, I don't understand it. Well, if you turn off the B2, you can't hear it at all. Over, the, I mean, can you hear it with the B2 off? That's what I, because I'm, I'm, someone's got the radio on because I can hear the delay. Who's, who's that? Is that you, Nancy? Yeah. And I turned it off. It was the phone. Mark, no, <laughs> but it's absolutely true. Like, I'm, I'm not fooling. I love it. And uh, it's going to be hard if this is all, um, you know, designed by the dark cult, which, you know, pretty suspicious if you think about the lyrics of hip hop. Yeah. Uh, what are, it's a real are the people hearing kind of music. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's not the best. It's, it's definitely like high influential. They can get. Yeah, I hear it through Skype. Really I know about the people right. uh, listening the to the live radio the show. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. The last few years, and there's so many different artists reaching so many different areas. I'm not well, hearing anything the right now. But you guys, players. Okay. Yeah. Yasmin in chat uh, says you, you got it now. No echo for us. So okay. first up, we're gonna have Eminem. He's coming out. He hasn't done a big show in a while. He did come out with a couple albums. He hasn't done a show in a while. Snoop Dogg is coming out, who does minor appearances. I'm not hearing anything, though. A couple shows here and there. Yep. Mary J. Blige is coming I'm out. It. I haven't seen her big, performance, big tour in a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. sure there's small ones in and around. I'm not yeah. hearing anything. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Me neither. One of my favorites. Yep. Love him. And Dr. Dre, who hasn't been out no. in a in long, long time. time. Yeah. Okay, there's something, something screwed up. Yeah, it's not coming video. over the he station right. We're going to have to just not do this. This is, can't do it. Can't do it. Um, okay, I'm getting out then. Because I mean, we're just guessing, and I'm not going to sit here and guess like this. I am really irritated with this bullshit. <laughs> you know, things that worked are not working. Things that didn't work are working. It's like, come on, give me a break here. I'm a little. Can over you this just shit. post uh, where we can listen to yes, her later? Yes, yes, yes. We could do that. <laughs> we definitely can do that. I've got it. I'm going to drop it in here. Bummer. I wanted to find out what they were saying. Whatever. Now, because the reason the reason was, was that um, there is, and uh, let me know, Nicholas, if you heard any of this, the, um, here in the States, they're thinking of doing a trucker convoy to the Super Bowl on Sunday. Yeah, I heard about that. I think I heard they... Uh they said they might surround the building or something or to block off the access to the building with the trucks or something <laughs> like that. I mean, I, 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 I don't even know what these people would do because the Super Bowl is one of those things. Remember the movies where the Super Bowl was going to be bombed and all? I mean, it's like one of the biggest terrorist targets that anybody can think of in at least fictional writing. Um so, but I mean to 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 stop the Super Bowl. Whoa. Okay. Who who feels that this might be some kind of controlled opposition or some infiltrated uh, the trucker movement being infiltrated? Um, what I feel is that why would you attack some kind of private 
I mean, the whole Super Bowl thing, isn't it a private business in a way? Yes. I mean, it it has no say in, in governing a country. So why would you paralyze or, you know, prevent a private business from doing business? Very this good. is the business of the cabal. You can see the, the, all the halftime shows were the advertisement of the cabal. This is what we're going to do. Like, for example, remember they did that halftime show where there was a giant... It looked like a Grim Reaper kind of character yep. walking among all these hospital beds. So they were already advertising, we're going to kill you all with some kind of pandemic. Yeah, that was the, that was the that, that, wait 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 that was the um, uh, Olympics. That was not Super Bowl. That was Olympics in in England when they did but, that COVID. Yeah, thing. but there's uh, there's a lot of videos uh, showing like the symbolism the symbolism of uh, in, in the halftime shows. And oh, it's terrible! It's terrible. Yeah. So, put if we put that aside, I'm. What I'm trying to, my comment is, is regarding the why attack a private business that has no say in, in governing a country? Because what's the ultimate goal of, of the, uh, the trucker protests? It's to end mandates and the whole tyrannical approach to the, the, the supposed scandemic. Um, what's, I, I feel there's something fishy here. It's like they're setting themselves up for problems i don't know i am asking what you guys are feeling maybe those maybe those maybe those truckers that they're saying will boycott the um the the what the super bowl maybe they're not real truckers they're just actors pretending to be that's exactly what i'm saying that's why i said the the movement the trucker movement might be uh, infiltrated this I don't know. There's I, I feel a weird vibe about this. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I'm just putting a question out there. Is this uh, some kind of setup to discredit the trucker movement? Okay, I want I want to read what Yasmin wrote. She said, "Nick, it's my husband Bob's fault. He wanted the Super Bowl blocked to force people to wake up. He even sent out a Twitter to his trucker contracts. He wanted to bring awareness to the movement." And, it, it, you know, it, from that standpoint, that, you know, if you're just thinking, <clears throat> like, if you're just kind of thinking in a, in a shallow tactical move, you know, I think that, well, it sounds like a good idea. But now that you're bringing this into it, it's like, uh, yeah, you could get a lot of sports people really ticked off. <clears throat> Except for one thing, I don't think either team has a tremendous following. Probably <laughs> most people aren't going to pay attention. But on the that's well, why I, even they are run by the cabal now, and it's all set up. So that's I why I wanted to listen to Janine and what she was going to say about the Super Bowl and what's behind it, because you yes. know it, it, if the Super Bowl represents one of the great ceremonial uh, woo-woo things that the dark side is doing, because you know this is what this is all about. Um, ceremonial black magic when you see this kind of imaging and in a crowd well, event like why that. don't you let me broadcast that because I don't have to use any of the B channels so chances are if I broadcast it there's not going to be an echo what are you still thinking about the computer <laughs> oh, yeah what well, else would I be thinking about it's not like I have friends <laughs> well I, my, my feeling Walt was that it could have also been the team viewer 
You were exactly. in with the team that's, viewer. That, that's that's one of the problems with uh, well, using you, team you, viewer. you can do it. We can, you know. I mean, can you? Can I'm you... just going to YouTube in order to uh, because I'm I'm subscribed to her uh, channel, so it, the link is I in sh chat, uh, Walt. I put the link yeah. in chat. That's too obvious. That makes too much sense. <laughs> I can't work like that. <laughs> While you look for the video, I just want to comment about the, the thing about uh, the Yasmin's husband, Bob. Um, if the intention is good behind the whole thing, maybe if we energize the uh, positive energy, it might have a, a positive uh, outcome. Now hold on and think about it. Who should you really be taking money advice from? I understand why so many people are turning away. Hi there. Welcome back to Carol Bunch. Are you guys hearing it? Yep, we're hearing it. Yep. Okay. Is Here it, we go. I'm going to listen on the see. Dark Fridays. My co-host Ashley. Hello. Also a reader, by the way. What happened? I lost it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was absolutely a huge it's, problematic. It sounds like it's coming through your microphone, Walt. Oh yeah. Uh, not only a ritual. Yeah, it's not really listenable too. But the Walt. whole thing an excuse to uh, do their Walt. dirty deeds, uh, like Hold on. humans get shipped into the city for uh, you know, the pleasure of and ceremonies and the pleasure of yes, uh, creepy bad people. There is Super Bowl coming up, yeah, and we want to see if that is still the case. We want to look at the Super Bowl lineup for the halftime, which quite interesting. It looks like it'll be a great show. Yeah, but knowing what we know now, yeah, it's this is a topic we've been avoiding for a long time. <laughs> yeah, we've been avoiding it because we love uh, everybody. We're going to mention here. We love their music, both love Ashley it. and I. The one thing we, we like, we have a lot of things in common, but we discovered early in our friendship that we both love hip hop and we both love old school hip hop and gangster rap. Yeah. And like, that's a secret guilty pleasure, but it's not much of a secret anymore. No, public college now, but it's absolutely true. Like I'm, I'm not fooling. I love it. And uh, it's going to be hard if this is all, um, you know, designed by the dark cult, which, you know, pretty suspicious if you think about the lyrics of hip-hop yeah it's like it's a real low vibe kind of music yeah yeah it's not yeah it's not the best it's, it's definitely like high influential they can get yeah. at a large number of people really mm -hmm. quick right mm -hmm. and the in that part of the music industry yeah. took off the last few years and there's mm -hmm. so many different artists reaching so many different areas we're going to look into the halftime show players okay yeah. and uh you want to run them through for it so first up we're gonna have eminem he's coming out he hasn't done a big show in a while he did come out with a couple albums he hasn't done a show in a while snoop dogg is coming out who does minor appearances for a couple little shows here and there yep. mary j blige is coming out i haven't seen her big performance big tour in a long time mm -hmm. i'm sure there's small ones in and around yeah uh kendrick lamar one of my favorites yep. love him and dr dre who hasn't been out in a long time we yeah. watched the halftime show lineup, yeah. uh, preview video. We did. It was really interesting. Well, first off, they start with a, a checkerboard. 
a huge checkerboard or chessboard. Yeah. Sorry, chessboard. Yes, right. They're playing chess and playing chess, which we all know is a giant symbolism for them. Yeah, they love those. Yeah, the, the chessboard pattern. They love putting the symbolism in all their videos. Yeah, or their symbolism. That's true. But yeah, also they've been talking about this spiritual. It's like a giant chess game, a five five D chess game. So we were thinking. Maybe, as we know that the Alliance and the White Hats have been busy cleaning out the swamp, possibly they got around to the hip-hop players. Which would have been nice. Right? We don't know. We don't know. So we're going to look into all of these characters. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and it's going to be hard because I'm, I'm going to be just guilty pleasure here. My very favorite ever is Snoop Dogg. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I love Snoop. Oh my God. Yeah. So right. it's going to be a little bit tricky, but we're going to do it. We're has, ready. So let's start. Should we start with just the Super Bowl? Has it? Does it yes. have a new? Um, does it have a new boss? Because we're thinking a lot of the world has uh, a shadow governed and or all right, some shadow good guy shadow. A good guy, right? Take it over things. Okay. Well, that's what my belief for sure. Is what yeah. I've been getting. And uh, let's have a look if maybe the Super Bowl's one of those. Has it? Is it still in the hands of the bad guys, or did the good guys get a uh, get in on that? Super Bowl's got a new boss, guys. Love it. You might uh, pay attention uh, because you might see a, a real change in the way things are done, or they might just uh, keep waking people up and putting things even more demonic in your face. I guess we'll have to watch it, but it's it's absolutely been uh, usurped by the good guys. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's been taken over by the good guys. The death card here, so it's changed slowly but surely. It took a while. So they've they been going on. They've been cleaning the swamp for a long time. Like, it's not just been the last couple of years. It's been a long time. And they've been working be, on it. We have to remember who owns all these teams, right? Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of, like, shadow owners in the yeah. in the sidelines out in the in the dark yeah. that we can't see right they don't show their faces mm -hmm. just a bunch of weird people in desks yeah that own these games and these players and yeah. these teams so it's a big it's here yeah and it looks like it's been taken over yeah it was a distant like there i'd say there was at least they put up a big fight oh, to sure. keep control so the bad guy controllers really didn't give it up easily Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looked like it was hard won, but won by the good guys. And now we've got that wheel of fortune. So we're going to see a really different, because that's the near future. We're going to see a flip, some kind of flipping energy with the way it's presented this year. So this should be interesting. That may be why they did the chessboard. Maybe. Because at the end, the only play, person playing the chess at the end of the halftime preview yeah, was Dr. Dre, and the whole board lit up. Ooh, dark to light. Didn't it light up the whole city? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it lit up the city. That's right. So he made a move, and the whole city lit up yeah. from darkness. So, yeah, there was some maybe some calms in there. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, things are going to look different. We've got that page of swords, so the page of swords and the king of wands. So hidden in the shadows is, I'm thinking, the alliance with that card. Oh, definitely. But it's not going to be totally in your face. It'll still look a lot like the Super Bowl always looks, but you'll see signs. You'll just have to look for them. Right. They're making us work. They're making us, uh, on, keeping our, us on our toes. Yeah, we got to yes. stay sharp. Um, let's have a look and see if the kind of trafficking and the kind of shenanigans, it's like a big 
underground, underground show called party. Yeah, and it's an excuse. What's yeah. going on is just to keep everybody busy. So let's have a look at is that still ongoing or has that been cleaned up? It's good. Yeah. Largely cleaned up. Largely cleaned up from this was the past. Mm -hmm. The Hierophant, that's our deep state dark cult card. Yep. So a lot of their ways that they could do things in a hidden way isn't, isn't going to be available. Mm -hmm. uh, but there is, there, there's a few things they couldn't get to or they just don't know about or there's some things really deeply hidden. Right. We might even mean really deep underground. Or just they'll, right. they'll try whatever they can. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, but for the most part, that strength card is good wins here over evil. This, this year, it's a lot less yucky yeah yucky <laughs> like ashley says yeah a lot less of that so that's good that's good. Which is great energetically that's yeah that makes me happier about even putting it on the television you know what i mean even right. watching that halftime show because i might have to watch it i might have to with all of those players <laughs> so now we're going to go through each one of these and just see and who's what and where because we where they stand we didn't think M&M looks anything like he used to look. It's a little suspicious. Yeah, and it was interesting, even in the uh, little commercial there of the pre, uh, the, or the, what do, what do they call it? The trailer to the halftime show. Yeah, the tra trailer. Um, it was even maybe signaling it's not him. It was him because there was two of him. Yeah, and he, they were bouncing uh, ideas off each other. And uh, the one dissipated. And sort of faded out. Faded out. He was a younger version of himself. But then this new one, who actually doesn't look much like him. Yeah, there's something about it just doesn't feel right. Anyway, he was left. So that was interesting. And what else did we notice? Mary Jane. I, I don't know. My opinion is she right. could be good, but we don't know. That's like, how I feel. Maybe she was never, never know. you know, in that big club. But let's. We don't know because she is a super superstar. Yeah, and unfortunately, super superstars usually got to be in the well. Pretty much ninety nine percent of them have to be in the club. Yeah, yes. But we're gonna look like who knows where they're sitting right now. Let's look at all Let's of those characters it. and see if they're really themselves still. And like Snoop Dogg definitely looked like himself. He uh, he's he's been him and Doctor Dre have been around for a little too long. Yeah. Oh, they. They're definitely they, uh, like they're definitely cult characters. Well, let's see, let's, let's see where they stand now. In my opinion, right? I don't know. So let's start with Snoop Dogg. Do you want to start? Yeah, with let's start. All right, let's get into it. Hi, I'm Charles Payne. On TV, I report on the markets and relentlessly advocate for the individual. Okay. Okay. So of course, he's a super mega star, mm -hmm. and I'm sure he was in the in the bad club, but he switched. Because we got this wheel of fortune, right? Because we have to remember, there's different levels that we don't know about. Lots of details. We there could be people flavoring yeah. a fine line that they don't yeah. want to do this, mm -hmm. but it's in their contract. It's in the contract. Sometimes they get into these things and don't even realize it. Like uh, Cappy, right? Remember him? Yeah. I mean, he explained how it can happen, right? Yes. Now it looks like Snoop came forward because this card with information, and he made a deal. And he's working with the good guys, and it kept him and his family safe, which is good. So he, he must not have got so involved that he 
has to get, you know, taken to the spa or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's probably why we've seen a lot of Snoop Dogg. Like a lot of these other characters, we haven't seen them. Okay, they've gone in. A lot of people in the music industry and the Hollywood industry, they've just disappeared. But Snoop's really stayed on the scene. That's true. It might have something to do with that. Also, he publicly came out and said he's not getting any of those. Publicly said it. And uh, that's more than we can say for a whole lot of these other bought and paid for minions, you know what I mean, who have been speaking up for, you know, people not having a choice about things like that. Can you imagine, like, speaking up for giving your rights away? These are supposed to be, like, right icons in our culture. Like, this is where we got to give our head a shake. You know, we got to stop putting these people on pedestals. They're oh, literally sure. just, uh, They're just uh, people. Anyway, he, he came forward with all kinds of really good information and yeah. has made deals. And, yeah, he must not have gotten so deep in it, though. Because right. it looks like they're keeping him and his family safe because of it. He bought himself some safety. Interesting. Wow. Cool. Okay. All right. Let's look into Eminem. Eminem. Oh, yeah. boy. We're taking a look. Have a look. That wasn't him. So the guy in the video. So they might have had so somehow CGI herself when right. he was sort of him. Right. Uh, but whoever that other guy was is a whole different guy presenting as him. Eminem's been really into the bad stuff, like party substance and all of the as bad as it gets, he he's dabbled. Pulled in. Okay, so there's no hope for him. And he's held because we did see that some of these people are gonna be in holding places for the rest of this lifetime of theirs. You know, we're not sure exactly how it works, but yeah, he's he feels like he's not even on the earth plane anymore, and we won't be seeing the real guy. Yeah. Okay, so Where that's... This is a double. Yeah, he's a double. He's somebody playing him. Interesting. Yeah, but he's been really involved. You bet. Yeah. Wow. Mary, Mary Jane. Jane. Let's do it. Mary Jane. Yeah. Okay, so who used to be known as Mary J. Blythe is no longer here on the earth plane. And there's a new person and or clone. We're not sure. Did right. they take out the clone and replace her with the real Mary J? Were they right. keeping the clone in like some, these cloning centers? So they sign their life away and then they put out a clone so mm-hmm. the clone doesn't age. And that's why they can stay looking the way they do. Or, you know, it's so many stories about how it works. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, we're not really sure. But let's just say that Mary J, who was presenting as that, and parading around as her is no longer with us, mm-hmm. and it's it's an illusion. So I wonder if she's going to be CGI in it. Who knows? Who knows? Like I'm because this is a trickery card, so they don't really have her to work with. So they're using trickery. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we got creative trickery going on. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she's she's gone, you guys. The real Mary J is gone. Let's ask how uh, how involved she was because I didn't like I didn't okay. anymore. She might have went into hiding a long time ago. Okay, so this feels like she went into hiding, right? And the one that they had playing her it, uh, was a I think a clone, probably. So they took out the clone and her maybe her real self with those two aces, almost like she's reborn. So I feel like her real self is being presented. So she's been in hiding. 
she might have been in, because none of this looked right. like she was on the bad side. Right. She was worried and stressed about things they were telling her she had to do. She went into hiding. Right. And they present, she might have even faked her passing. Well, or fooled the cult somehow that she left the earth plane. Oh, maybe. It feels and then like, they had yeah. So they, they had to replace her. Yeah. So I feel like she fooled them. She falsified her passing to get out of this. And then they replaced her with a clone. And now whoever's uh, playing her could even be the real her. Right. So she might have rebirthed as in come back from her hiatus because she's now safe from these guys. Whoa. So it's quite complicated, but she's coming with integrity here. Right. So she made it, um, she did an action quite a while ago, and, and then they presented a clone of her, but which probably explains why for quite a while she hasn't actually done a lot of public stuff. Right. She hanged out here and there. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like she might have done that because she was in hiding all of that time. Mm-hmm. The real her. Interesting. So it's actually really interesting. So Mary J, that's interesting because I got this feeling when I was looking at her. She's okay. Yeah, she's she's not compromised. Wow. Okay, so Lamar? Yeah, let's Kend- Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick? Yes. You like him, right? Oh, my goodness. We got the similar story. So Kendrick Lamar uh, came forward when he saw what was going down, came forward and switched and is now working for the good guys. Very same story and similar cards in different positions. Right. As uh, Snoop. Right. Interesting. So, so far the only one compromised really deeply, so much so that couldn't even really be there is Eminem. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Kendrick, good for you. And now uh, uh, we got to do, do Dre. Mr. Dre. Mr. Dr. Dre. Let's see. Your pet is your family, so make it official. No, not like that. I don't mean a doggy wedding. Well, I'm not getting any bad stuff here. Interesting. Temperance in the night? Temperance, like, really evolved soul, follows his heart. Okay, this is not what I expected. Oh, not at all. No. Okay, so this guy might have even been a plant for a really long time, looking like he was definitely in the bad, who's actually good. Right? Okay, so this is the opposite of what I thought. This guy follows his heart, independent thinking. Nobody really owns him. Right? Yeah, this is crazy. He's very evolved. Okay, so he's playing a part. So he's been a player. He's been a plant. He could have even been a double agent or a plant right. uh, appearing a certain way. When they got to him at a certain time and told him, like, look, yeah, this is a plan. You want to help? He's definitely uh, been a long time good guy working in this industry, appearing to be a bad guy. Interesting. Yeah, he's like a double agent in the hip hop. I love it. Yeah. Isn't that wild? That's crazy. Yeah, he totally can't be bought. No. So he can't be bought, and it made a lot of people really angry. So he's super independent, fiercely independent. Isn't that interesting? That's crazy. And Eminem was under him. Yeah. Which is interesting. Which goes for the magic of free will. You can do both sides. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, he knew about it, obviously, but like, yeah, I think yeah. he was working the good side for a really long time. Right. And, of course, Snoop also came up under him, too. Mm. Didn't he? No, he was on somebody else's label. Was he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were friends for a while. Though. They performed a while yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, wow. Well, that was a big surprise. Crazy. So our last one, we have one more we wanted to look at, and that's hip-hop in general. Okay. Is it hip-hop or did, let's do rap? Yeah, let's go more more specific because I think we've looked at hip hop. Didn't yeah, we look at yeah. quite a while ago? We did. Okay. Anyway, let's look at rap because originally you don't you think we'd call these guys rappers? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's look at rap music. Was it created by the cult or infiltrated later? Because we know that we know the bad guys got a hold of a lot of rap music. <laughs> but was it, did it start out? Was it created for that? Or was that a grassroots thing that they infiltrated? Okay, yeah, it was a, it was, it was a, a grassroots operation and or it started pure, mm-hmm. infiltrated, but they only really signed on half of them maybe right like it feels like a half and half situation a whole lot of those rappers are so independent they couldn't be they 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 wouldn't go for it or they have more integrity yeah and don't care how much money they make they just want to perform yeah it's not interesting so there yeah it feels like it it was absolutely just infiltrated and it's really going and we're going to see a really different version of so the rap the rap itself, the way that they play with words, and it's just a magic, really. Yeah. We're going to see a lot more um, healthy, like, you know, healthy lyrics. Yeah, like uh, things that move us in a more positive direction. But like Ashley and I, we still like some of that hardcore stuff. Now that I know Dr. Dre isn't so bad, really, <laughs> like sometimes your energy just has to express in a really intense way. So anyway, it started out pure. So that part is really exciting to know, actually. I love it. Thank you so much for watching our video. Do like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already. So to the best of my knowledge, um, that, that would turned out to be crap, too. I'm talking about the break song. Are you guys all there? Is anybody muted? Hello? Yeah, I'm back. Hi, Nick. Uh, Who's Dre? Say what? I, I, you were talking about a song. Are you talking about a, this break song? Yeah, did you hear I, it? I don't know. I liked it. But you, so you heard, you guys heard it? Yeah. Yeah, that was a yeah, Beatles was song, wasn't it? Yes. It sounded a, good on my side. Well, it didn't in chat. Oh. Still has echo. Well, <laughs> so. I liked the echo. That's what I like. <laughs> I'm no. sorry, excuse me. Um, I liked the people talking in the same time people were singing, and I really liked it. It may have been a flub-up, but I liked the flub-up. <laughs> no, I think that's the way they did it. I think you were hearing it clear. Uh, gremlins. Um, okay, so now... Did anybody know those people they were talk- that Janine was talking about? I must be a real old fart because I didn't know any of those people except the Snoopy Dog. M&M is the only face and I, I, the only right. that yeah. I can attach to a name. That's about it. But oh, and uh, I'm, I shouldn't say that Snoop Dog 
is a popular face because he's been on commercials and he's done cameos and movies. But besides those two, I don't know. Like, for example, she spoke about a woman that is dead, but now she's alive. That kind of was confusing for me. Someone Mary something? I don't know who. I think it's Mary J. Blige. I'm not familiar with her music, but I know that Sting did a duo with her a couple of years ago. Uh, same with me. I'm not familiar with their music. I know the names, but not familiar with the the rap world. I think the important thing she said was that some of these people have been turned and that the White Hats have a hold of the Super Bowl. So maybe the truckers shouldn't go there. They might disrupt a white operation. Get, get yeah, but at the same time, if they do go, it might open some people's thinking up to realize, man, what's, what's this stuff going down? What's going on? They may get their curiosity up, and uh, and and it might help them. I don't know how to think about things anymore. Well, uh, apparently, just to link it with the uh, Ottawa event, uh, apparently the mainstream media is still portraying it as a bunch of, you know, radicals, racists, and the whole nine yards. So, yeah, maybe the uh, if the White Hats are uh, controlling the, the Super Bowl uh, halftime show, uh, maybe they'll show things that might still uh, awake the late sleepers. That still believe that the that know, that, the, that the that's what ca- I think. Pandemic was real and yes. is is a negative thing. Yes. You know, I'd rather say don't do this, truckers, because I'm kind of with Nick. It looks like it could be a setup. Um. And, and give them a chance because you're not you're going to piss off a lot of people. And I'd rather tell you, you know, the 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 people of the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's run by corporations but that's not going to get that's not your message you know it's not going to get to the people all they're going to see is that you disrupted their game the biggest game in the world ever. yeah and it's kind of fueling the uh, the division again exactly that's what the uh, dark ones want divide and conquer exactly well then so tell Bob, yes, unless, tell unless Bob to go are, back and say, wait a minute, maybe we better rethink this. <laughs> maybe the players will join in support of the truckers and they'll use the, the I playing don't field think for so. a big giant barbecue. I don't think so. <laughs> maybe mean, a peaceful presence, you know, just be present without interfering, but just to have a, a, a visual presence might do the thing and uh, holding a, a good energy to try to infuse yeah positive energy in uh what is usually a very negative ritual um yeah the thing of it is is how you know i mean these are trailer trucks we're talking about so wherever a trailer truck is you've got a slow you know and i i mean i've been we we've had super bowls here in miami i've never encountered the traffic tie-ups because i just happened to run into it or something I'm smart enough to know that the Super Bowl is there and don't get near it. But just on game time, like on a Sunday, and you try to go on your way but past the stadium, 
you're in jammed up traffic. So the you know even if they just put a show thing, you know, it would still jam up traffic and cause all sorts of uh funkiness. And you know how people are in automobiles. Stay the hell out of there. <laughs> Stay away from it. I'm on Nick's side. Stay away. You know, it's too it's too volatile a situation. And, and I well, I yeah, think that ahead. I think that the um, you know I'm not a football connoisseur. I don't watch these things except I'll watch a game, but then enjoy the game, you know, because it, it it's a lot of its strategy and stuff. But then forget who the hell was playing right away. But I'm I'm kind of thinking that these are two California teams, aren't they? It's going to be in L.A. and one of them is the Rams. Oh, is that I think it's it's San Francisco and. Um, L.A. I might be wrong about that. Check your, check your things. But if that's the case, then that whole area is full of people who are really probably fanatical fans. You know what I'm saying? It's volatile to begin with. Nah, stay away. Well, Janine said that the, the, the White Hats are now in control. So let's see... Let's see what we uh, perceive from this uh, halftime show. If if we feel the uh, negative energy or right. the, the symbolism, right? And I, I, we'll do I, a, 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 what do you call it? Um, some kind of sketch showing uh, uh, mock-up trials. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be really nice. I mean, I remember the uh, the was it the London Olympics? They had nurses and beds and kids in beds. Yes. You know how foretelling. Yes. It was so. That was face. pure evil ritual. It was horrible. And they we, were and we, we, us exactly we, we, what they were going to do. And we had no idea that that was what they were going to do. It was just yeah. in and of itself a terrible imaging. And yet it was it was broadcasting. This is the future. It was spooky as can be. I, I can't watch those things, and I can't watch the, the Super Bowl. I mean, I've tried. Oh, I'm going to sit here, I'm going to find out, you know, and it's like, I, I mean, I immediately, I just thinking about it, I, I got nauseous. It's like so awful. So it'll be interesting to see if, you know, I, I don't think the truckers will do this if they just sit back and... My vote is don't do it. <laughs> I don't think the possible win is uh, worth the possible risk. Risk assessment, as they say. But what do I know? Well, you have your military experience. Exactly, and I would tell my commander, retreat to fight another day. That's what I would say. And four. Um, uh, speaking of symbolism, I just want to share something with you guys. I'm pasting in chat the image of the City of Ottawa logo. Just take a look at it. Let me know what you think. Boring. But I'm not good at these games. I, I don't... <laughs> I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Why, don't you see the 666 in the O of Ottawa? Oh, crap. Oh, yeah. Ah, there you go. Wow. I mean, it just hit me with uh, like a ton of bricks when I saw it. I was like, what? This is so in your face. 
It's wow. like the Google logo and the uh, all these logos that have this round thing with the edges that looks like three sixes. It's so in your face. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. This is true. Well, I guess that proves we're not satanic. We didn't see it. Until you pointed it out. Did you get there <laughs> on your own, Nick? <laughs> Someone mentioned it. That the, that the Ottawa uh, logo had some kind of hidden message. So I looked it up, and I mean, when I saw it, it was like so obvious. You know, what are the chances that you're going to do a logo that's going to resemble a 666? Or at, all at, the possibilities that you have graphically, you know, the design possibilities or what are the odds? I mean, this is in your face. They're showing it. I'm sorry, but I'm, this is on, it's done on purpose, if you're asking me. Very interesting. And Ottawa is the capital of Canada. There you go. A lot of people think it's Toronto. And Yasmin is saying, Nick, also the stripes in the O look a bit like needles. She's right. Yep. Well, combine that to the, um, the London Olympics with the beds, the nurses, the kids. It's, it's all in our faces. Yeah. We well we talked about this. I, I I'm going back and forth whether I'm going to play this, but I think I want to play it because I think it's very critical that people hear this three minute um, three three minutes and thirty eight seconds uh, audio from Tucker Carlson from last night because it it, it it's gotten to the point where. It can't be denied anymore. You got to be really, really out of you know misinformed. I mean, if you can't you can't hear what I'm about to present and not stand back and go, oh my God. All right. So this is Tucker Carlson from last night. No, why is that playing? No, here, no. <laughs> Here's a shocking story. Look, you should care, no matter what side you're on, above all, about how Americans are doing. And one of the main measures of how they're doing is how long they live. If you're dying younger, there's a problem. And a lot of them are dying younger. This fact comes to us from the life insurance companies, which keep close track of that. And notice this according to their data. According to Scott Davidson, the CEO of One American Insurance, reported deaths in the age range of 18 to 64, those are the working years, were up 40% in the third quarter of last year compared to pre-pandemic and pre-vaccine totals. Davidson said, quote, we are seeing right now the highest death rates we have seen in the history of this business, not just at One America. 40% is just unheard of. And again, these are the guys who do this for a living, and they're shocked. So the question, what's causing this? It's clear our leaders don't think COVID is to blame. Here's Stacey Abrams, maskless, in front of a room full of masked children, and she has at least one very obvious comorbidity. Here's Barack Obama, maskless in the face of his masked servants as they build his latest mansion in Hawaii. So if corona's not causing these deaths, and it's not, what is causing these deaths? 40% increase. Charlie Kirk is the co-founder of Turning Point USA. He just wrote a piece on this. That's why we learned about it. He joins us tonight to assess. Charlie Kirk, thanks so much for coming on. What is this? Thank you. 
We don't know. I mean, one business that actually tells the truth regarding the death of Americans is life insurance. They have to get this right. They have entire teams of actuaries that study this data all, year, all day long. It's not the public health authorities that are warning this. It's a single CEO of a major life insurance company that says, hey, by the way, there's kind of a 40% increase in death. 10%, he said, would be a once-in-200-year catastrophe. We have a 40% increase in death, and it's not because of COVID. And we deserve answers. And what's so amazing, Tucker, is that we've known this information and this data for a couple weeks now. Where are the politicians? Where are the leaders? Where are the people we put in charge to actually care about the well-being of our people? Well, at least we know how many times Joe Rogan used a bad word in a podcast the last 10 years. I guess we're getting our pronouns right for our six-year-olds. But we have a 40% increase in death amongst the supposed healthiest portion of the American population. This is a catastrophe. We deserve answers, and some would conjecture, hey, does this have something to do with the fact that we might have done a mass inoculation strategy? We know that there was deaths of alienation, suicide, and otherwise, but there's no answers. No one's talking about it. So, I mean, isn't this the primary number they should be focused on? If you're in charge of the well-being of the American people and the death rate jumps by 40% in a cohort, you know, that's not supposed to die young then, like, why aren't you hair on fire upset about it? I'm honestly confused. Well, it's, it's either they don't care or they don't know how to talk about it or they are too concerned about GDP numbers or stock market increases or immigration quotas or whatever. It's a mass casualty event. It's that simple. And the fact that the insurance co companies are now warning us about it should have every politician, every political party across the country say, regardless of your politics, we got to right. figure out what's going on here. The lockdowns contributed, and there's other things that definitely contributed as well. This is probably the most important metric for our leaders to care about. Well, that's exactly that's exactly right. And they and they don't care. And I, I just really am grateful that you noticed this or went over my head um, and brought it to us tonight. Charlie Kirk, thank you. Thank you. So, um, <clears throat> pretty stark. What do you guys think? Anilia Benz spoke about this uh, at the end of uh, 2021. She did a, a lecture speaking what to expect this year. And item number one on the list to expect is the ma ma massive die-off. So I'm not surprised at all by the, these 40% number. In fact, that's, that's uh, uh, kind of tame compared to what she was thinking about. So this was known. Well, the doctors it's terrible, that, but it's known. The doctors that had uh, studied it, they, they predicted it also, uh, the ones that they tried to silence. But um, it, it's, it's, real, it's really pretty, you know, I, I would like to say that we can change this, and I do think we can change this. And we talked about this, I think, on the Shungite show. But everybody's got to become engaged in this right now. You've got to put your, 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 your mind and your focus on the idea that we're in a very, very difficult situation. And the only way we can make it better is if we, A, realize we're in a difficult situation, and B, begin to think outside that reality to a reality where it, this one can't exist. So you, you have to begin to realize that the connectedness of everybody means that when you change and you become more focused 
and you become more, more coherent as a human being and you put out the similar thoughts of other people which are based on an energy that is represented by love, gratitude, appreciation, and care. Those words are the, the energy that is slightly different, but it's all within the same parameters and the same signature. That energy, you put that energy out, and I think we can mitigate it. Uh, you know, it's still going to be bad, but I don't think it, it has to be as bad as Anelia might have painted Walt. Well, what I, the, what I said to you, I, I still stand by what I said to you earlier, that the thing to do is let's create the choice for those that want it, because it's not black and white anymore. It's not like, okay, there's this mass of people that wish to stay unequivocally asleep, and they, don't, and they want to put their heads in the sand, and they don't want to know from nothing because they're dead set on being right and that, yes, there is a pandemic. Yes, you need to get 17 vaccine if need be because the government... Okay, there are people that are like that. There are people that are awake to what's going on. Yes, there is a mad cabal that wants to exterminate most of the population. Yeah. But then there's a, there's a third group, which are the people that want to choose correctly but just they don't have the resources or they, they don't know how to connect to the correct resources on how to make the intelligent because there they were people who went to do their due diligence, research, is this, is this pandemic real? Yes or no? How safe is this vaccine? Should I take on the, you know, consider all the factors, uh, the, the problems where, yes, I do need to hold on to this job. It's too bad that my job is dependent on getting this thing. Well, that person obviously has to do their damnest to be properly informed as to what they're getting into. Well, that was not offered to, at least not a, not a, not a clear, they didn't have a chance to choose from the true source of information because they were lied. Those people were deceived. They were given all this false information. They were given the, all this false narrative so if they made choices on, on that data, they were deceived. So those people have a right to backtrack and backpedal and get the hell out of Dodge because I chose incorrectly. So I, and since everything is energy, I think we can create that choice and let it be there in the, in the Shanghai grid. And whoever wants to choose to back off, they, they should. Why not? It's just... It, you're, you're making an energy construct that's accessible. Somebody says, oh, I really fucked up. I never should have gotten this. I can now see how wrong I was. Okay, that person gets connected to where they need to know and to how to get out of that, how to that whether it's an, it's an energy solution or a chemical solution, but whatever it is, they can get out from where, where they got into. Because that is only fair. In a, in, a, in a universe with infinite possibilities, yes, those, those who, who realize completely how wrong they were in their choice and they want to get out, that's all they are asking. They're not asking to kill anybody. They're not asking to destroy anything. They're just, they just want to get out from their bad decision. They should. Why not? And be done with it. What do you say, Nick? Uh, yeah, I was about to say, 
what I'm what I'm seeing is that I mean, for a long, long time, I felt intuitively. Uh, I'm talking like ten, fifteen, twenty years back. I felt that one day a big separation was going to occur. I spoke about it to many people, didn't get any response uh, to this. And my answer came when the uh, pandemic started and we started seeing the separation. And it's getting, the more, the more we see, the more I see the, uh, the separation uh, happening right now. And a couple of months ago, I realized that it's up to us individually to take a stand. I mean, I've tried to... Uh, educate people or wake up people with facts and i mean just the numbers we heard now the about the insurance company those are real numbers you can't deny those numbers if they reported that's what it is so how can you ignore that there's a a problem at hand um so the people saying that there's no problem a couple of months ago i understood that okay it's their choice they might not be aware of certain things, but at, at, a, at a soul level, they made a choice. And I guess their learning experience, uh, you know, in, in this incarnation is to live this, this experience, this separation. They chose probably on a soul level to go on the, the other side, not the side that we're choosing. And when I realized that, I kind of... It helped me just to let go of, yeah, people around me, family members or people close that are still don't seem aware of what's going on. I, it helped me to, to let it go and, and recognize their own sovereignty in their soul contract choice. It might not be a, a, a conscious choice. But at, at a higher level, I, I feel that they made a choice already. And there's at this point, after two years, after all the information that's been put out, I mean, they all have access to the biggest library in the world in their pocket. If they have a cell phone, they have access to Internet. You have access to the tons of information. So there's no reason at this point to say that, oh, I didn't know. I mean, as soon as you do research, you find things that don't add up. So, yeah, my... my my conclusion is that it, it, it comes down to, it's like between me and God, in a way. It's not me and other people. I don't have to convince other people. I have to stand in my sovereignty. I, ch I, I choose to a certain reality. I energize this reality of, of positivity and, and um, where there's no control system like we had in the old world or the what's crumbling right now that's what i choose and i recognize my god-given birthright to choose sovereign my, my sovereignty to claim my sovereignty in that position and at the same time i recognize other people's sovereignty doing the choice of of not um i don't want to say waking up but uh, just going along with the government line and, and the government uh, mandates and whatever. So they made a choice. I respect that choice. It was difficult to get to that, that realization that, okay, I need to let them go. But that's what it is. It comes down to it's between me and God and me uh, claiming my sovereignty. 
And if somebody else wants to claim his sovereignty by being uh, led by some government, well, it's their choice. That's where we're at. I mean, the separation is getting more and more obvious. And I think it's an exercise of letting go and feeling that connection within that it's it's between you and God and your sovereignty. That's what it comes to for me. And that's where I'm at right now. Walt, you don't have anything to say. Dolly, you don't have anything to say. That was brilliant. <laughs> I'll say it. Um, do you guys remember? I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can pull this up. Um, okay, time. He's a tra time traveler. John, I love this. There it is. Titter. T i t o. He came about, let me see if they, because I've got it right in front of me. Um, okay. John Titter was an alleged time traveler from the year 2036 who shared detailed information about his time machine, mission, and original timeline with forum users in the years 2000 to 2001. A brief history of John Titter in the late 1998 late night paranormal, oops. Shoot, I just checked. Ch ch oh, all right. I guess I clicked on the. <laughs> I clicked on the article. Okay, let's just read it because this is kind of fascinating, you know. Um. Okay, in, in in 1998, late night paranormal talk host Art Bell received two faxes from an individual claiming to have per pertinent information on the nature of time travel. In the first fax, the sender at that time unnamed, detailed the discovery of time travel involving a particle accelerator at CERN in the year 2034. He also claimed that a brick wall existed in the timeline and that no traveler could breach the year 2000, 2564. The second fax, which was less detailed, promised photographic evidence as well as scans of the Traveler's Time Machine Operation Manual. On November 2, 2000, an individual using the forum username Time Travel posted at the Time Travel Institute in a thread titled Time Travel Paradoxes. So, um, I, I, could, I, I guess this is fairly long, but what I wanted to say is that, and, and it is, I'll put this in chat, um, what he said was that there was going to be a civil war. Now, I, I think I think it was earlier than this time frame. I think he named a time frame, but, you know, I think it was... It, but he named it a civil war. And I remember thinking about this and going like, why or how would America come to civil war? Because when I was looking at it, you know, it was like, there, and I knew a lot about conspiracy and the dark cabal and all the other stuff, but I still didn't think that there was enough division in the country to ever consider civil war. And like, we are in the midst of a civil war. We not, might not be in, uh, you know, on the battlefields of the South fighting, but we're in a civil war. It's two competing A digital groups. civil war. A digital. Yeah, a virtual. 
<laughs> a virtual yeah. that is also 3D. You know, it's um, but every time uh, I I think of Civil War here, I think of him. And you know, it's probably you know maybe uh, let me see, Jan's on. Jan's on uh, on say what on uh, on Saturday, but maybe next the next show we have on Cosmic Reality we'll talk about titter and time travel. You know we can all do a little research on it and see what we think because in my life and probably yours too, you're going along and something you see something and then as you travel through the future life, you find you think of that thing often you know and um and that's what that is every time i think of time travel it connected to him in that civil war because i never would have imagined we could have gotten to this point that fast i mean one year and that was a fast oh my god that was a fast year you know but one year <laughs> Anyway, what well, else? They've, they've, you know, they've already, uh, what do you call it, set up the same basis for what happened in Germany in the Second World War. You know, they're trying to uh, implement the same rules and the same controls as they did then. So the, the, the ground is fertile for another civil war, if you're going to look at the parallels. Yeah, but I feel I feel there's something different this time, you know. Like we discussed before, Walt, in 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 some of our uh, Skype chats we had, the the cabal keeps playing the same old playbook, mm -hmm. and energetically things are different now. There's new energies coming in, waking up people, waking up their intuition, and there's more and more people feeling intuitively that something is wrong and they're starting to assess intuitively what's going on. More and more people get a feel for what's going on, but they are not. They don't seem to have this intuitive connection to assess the situation. Therefore, their moves um, are just the old playbook over and over again, you know, hoping that it'll do the trick this time, but energetically it's different. They seem to be well, out of touch with those energies. They they can't assess what's going on right now. Well, the the thing that we were we spoke about in the show earlier today about the kids in schools waking up to how ridiculous the whole man mandate thing and the, the masks don't work. That's something unheard of. They're they're making a stand. So they're connected. Actually, the kids <laughs> coming in, they're probably wired differently. And they they're probably picking up uh, you know those those positive energies coming in, waking up people. They're probably picking it up big time. That's why they they're protesting. But yeah, the, the, to go back to the dark ones, they don't they don't seem to have that uh, input of of information, that intuitive input. So they keep playing the, the old playbook, and it's just doomed to fail. Um, and I, I was realizing this when watching uh, some live coverage of the Ottawa thing. There's a bunch of uh, guys that keep streaming live on YouTube and on Rumble uh, what's happening over there. And I realized, okay, this is a new kind of war. 
just like you said earlier, a digital war. Yeah, you have the media apparently saying that this is like total negative, racist, uh, fringe minority thing happening in Ottawa. On the other hand, you look at the live streams and all the videos, you have families, kids, people dancing, everybody happy, you know, truckers shoveling the snow on the street because the city won't do it, uh, people giving food to uh, uh, the homeless and to the people showing up to the protests. Um, it's it's a new kind of war. This digital war is kind of showing, it's the separation again. It seems to be a manifestation of the separation. You get the, the what what has been uh, called now the legacy media, the MSM, the legacy media trying to push its narrative of the whole thing being negative. And at the same time, you get all these, these digital warriors on the ground streaming live what's actually going on. Now there's hours and hours and hours of videos on YouTube and Rumble of showing uh, what's really going on on the ground. And... It's a total opposite from what the media says. So it's like, again, the separation showing you in a way that was, I think it was never that obvious before. Like the difference in narrative and reality. Um, Nick? It, it, it's people are, I mean, if you don't wake up at this point, you made, like I said earlier, you, you made a choice at the soul level and you're going to where you decided to go. Down with the ship. on the good side. Nick, um, oh crap, I, I forgot what I was going to say because it was like... We're talking Ottawa, separation, uh, Cold War, or uh, not Cold War, uh, Civil War. <laughs> no, I don't remember. I apologize because it was, but it was pertinent to what you, whatever it was you were saying. Um, but the kids, you know, if the thing about, okay, when, um, the Cumberland shooting at that school that killed all those kids, and those kids had been playing some kind of a vis virtual reality game, I was like, oh my God, their brains are being programmed to become killers. So, and I wasn't the only one, and finally somebody, and I think it was an English study, studied the effect of aggression you know does somebody who's watching these things do they get aggressive do, you know do they are they being programmed by these things and oddly enough they saw no indication of that at all in the study and i you know i thought well that's really very interesting and you know it was one of those things i kind of put aside well this this will become important later and if we look at what's happening now I think that the dark side did think that they could program people. But what if they were exercising people's imaginations without knowing it? What if they were unlocking creativity in individuals and they weren't aware of it? Everything blows up in their faces. So maybe this virtual reality stuff that some and all the stuff that the kids have been getting, which we think is programming, Maybe it is programming it, but I think we can, again, just like, you know, we've talked about, I think, in the Shungite show about, you know, see, seeing the old paradigm disappear and it in its replacement, one where everything that looks like it's negative, including virtual realities, is really a positive in that people are still exercising their imaginations in ways that 
probably none of us could. I mean, you're playing music with an orchestra that comes from computer and technology. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I I think if we can take, you know, we, Walt and I realized that we didn't, well, we were told by Buckminster Fuller, if you want to change a reality, why change it? Just build a new one. That one's working perfectly. It's for control. And so we don't normally change things. But right now we're in a, in a situation where there is, we have a stable new reality. I mean, we are the proof of it. If you go back and you listen from 2014, the Cosmic Reality Chronicles, you will see how we were, you know, adjusting our purpose of changing reality as reality changed. And it's like a, a blueprint, a history book of just how all of this energy started to, to really morph into what we see now. And what we see now is two definitive realities. Ours and theirs. I mean, you can't argue it anymore. There's two realities. Well, the separation is in our faces. We can't. We can't deny it. It's right there. Yep. And I think that um, right now we have we have the opportunity to tweak it. You know, just tweak little things so that they come over to our side because there's stuff in that that we might want to take with us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, how that tweaking you just spoke about? How how can um how can we go about doing that tweaking? Do you have a, a feeling, something? Yeah, it's the way that we look at things, okay? So we look at the virtual stuff, and in, in the Shungite show, I was talking about the awful things that they did about, you know, in that uh, metaverse, uh, the Facebook thing. And Yeah, I read the article that you posted or that someone posted in chat. Right, right. Um, so... And, 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 you know, you look at that stuff and you go, oh, my God, this stuff is terrible. Okay, well, I think it is made to be terrible. And then Walt told us about uh, an entire site where you can pay to go into a really bizarre pro porno version of reality and have, you know, sexual organs and everything else. I mean, that just was like mind-bending. So when you've got that kind of a situation, we can look at it and we can say, oh, that's terrible. we got to get rid of it. Well, instead of saying, that's terrible, let's get rid of it, let's say, that's really terrible, let's not do that anymore, and to crash it, and replace it with the reality that this is exercising humans' ability to enter into imaginative worlds that it's almost impossible to do by your own unless you're very, very creative. It's training people. And so instead of getting rid of something, Let's just adjust it, tweak it a little bit, so that now it's working for us instead of them. Well, it, indeed, the the, uh, the universe works in, in mysterious ways, and maybe yeah, that's uh, a way that it's playing. It's it's the virtual um, world thing might be developing the kids' imaginations, and eventually, with the energies now supporting the positive only. Like Doreen Dotan said, um, anything negative is not supported in this reality. Or is it Gaia, uh, Walt? She said that Gaia doesn't yeah. support. Which is, which is what you're witnessing. Because, for example, the thing with the Strucker, with the Freedom Convoy, the original forecast by, done by the Cabal was that it was going to be a uh, strike. So it was going to be really counterproductive and negative 
it was going to cause uh, you know you know no food deliveries it was going to be really bad but it turned out that all that was turned and transmuted and it became something for good so by the same token you know whatever this somebody wants to manipulate or program people negatively with this virtual reality well guess what the young ones that have creativity and they have inspiration and they have ideas they're going to grab it and, and run with it and they're going to make something positive from it not it's not going to be a tool for negativity that that's the thing that that's why all their plans not only are they old and dated their strategies but that's what why they're blowing up in their faces here there's they think they're assembling a, a bomb and it turns into a vase full of flowers you know it's everything's being <laughs> transmuted it's the it's the very power of shanghai it keeps transmuting stuff the the thing the thing that we are mystified is that we don't know where it, where it stops where it ends does it have a limit as to what it can transmute because if it does have a limit we we haven't been able to find it <laughs> no because every time it would reach that limit we would do something it would it would respond and now it's morphing into something <laughs> higher it's the same relationship yeah. that we have with Gaia herself is she she can only go as far as we can go we can only go as far as she goes and we feed off each other it's like a current of resonance energy that is like and that's what i think we have to duplicate individually is become a source of energy that just resonates all that good stuff that we want in our lives just do it make it a game you know i'm going to just be positive every time you see something that looks negative look at it and say well, that doesn't look too good. Let's 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 just kind of like, you know, crash the wave, change the picture into something that is better. And you don't even have to know what that is. All you have to do is put the intent that whatever is there doesn't seem right. Let's make it better. That's a that's a very valid point. Do not do not focus on the how. Just focus on the what. What is it that you want? What is it that you intend? What is it that you choose? The how is going to, it doesn't matter. It's not for you to know the how because we are incapable of conceiving of every single permutation and combination. It's, it's just, it's an infinite number. So you don't have, nobody has the brain power to figure that, but you don't have to. What matters is you use, what is it that you intend? What is it that you want? What is it that you choose? And let the universe figure out how how he's going to do it, how she's going to do it. <laughs> that reminds me, Walt, that reminds me of uh, this analogy of the mind versus the intuition. The mind being compared to someone down in a valley and the intuition being someone on top of a mountain. You don't have the same point of view. I mean, the one on top of the mountain sees very far. The one down in the valley, the mind, doesn't see far. And, uh, yeah, if if you have an intuitive hunch about something, you don't know how it's going to go, you have to trust. If you have the intuitive hit, it's, it's telling you that's where you need to go. Uh, usually the mind goes crazy because the mind doesn't see, does not see as far. But I can tell you by experience that when I follow my intuition, 
about something that my mind doesn't understand. It goes crazy, but it 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 doesn't last. Well, well yeah, it's a good uh, right good now, point you just raised there. Right now we have to go go. We're running out of show. Um, Dolly, you want to say good night? Good night, everybody. Yeah, you feel better. better soon. Yeah, feel better. And um, Walt, you want to say good night? Good night, everybody. Thank you for a great show. Uh, take it easy. We'll see you again. Good night, all. Hope, Dolly, you get better soon. And uh, thanks for inviting me again, Nancy. It was a pleasure to chat with you guys. Oh, it's all, it's, it's, you know, I just love to bring new people in that, that, you know, are so comfortable. Of course, you were listening to us for all those years. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's like I'm chatting with, I'm hanging out with family. <laughs> right. Okay, everybody. Just, now I get to talk to them <laughs> instead of just listening. Everybody be safe. We'll see you next time. Radio 5G tomorrow at noon Eastern. Teaching. Preaching. The You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart.